How dumb. Yep. Good. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Away With Words, the podcast. It's your girl, Bree Stories. And it's a new year. Happy 2022. Two zero two two. I don't even like. You know, we're in the future, and that's and it's not anywhere as cool as they said it was gonna be, at all. It actually kind of bites, but um. <laughs> not bites. But here we are. Um, we are so happy that you have made it here um, safely, hopefully, in good health and in good spirits to listen to or watch another episode of this here thing. Before we get started, want to make sure that we do a little bit of housekeeping, you know. Um, please make sure that you're doing all the things that are super helpful to us. Making sure that you're subscribed wherever you are engaging with this. Also, engage with it. Comment, like, thumbs up, uh, rate, review, all the things. Um, if you catch us on social media, say what's up. Tell us hello. Uh, what else can you do? Subscribe. Yamash.com, our website where we put even more of our words. Because you like words, right? You can subscribe, you can get a weekly newsletter, you can read things, all the good stuff. Oh, you can buy stuff, too. We've got t-shirts, we've got hoodies. Um, so, yeah, check it out. And thank you for doing so. Tati? Thank you. My locker was a mess. <coughs> my locker was, like, my bedroom at that age. Um, what was in my locker? Oh, we had a burn book, my friends. It wasn't, so we called it that. Did we call it that? Maybe we didn't even call it that. I don't know. Maybe that was before Mean Girls. I don't know. We had a book that um, all of our friends, our friend group shared. So I would take it to one class, and I would write, like, this fat bitch, Miss, I was about to say her real name, Miss Miss such and such, da 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 Then I would pass it off to the next person the next period, and then they'll write something, and we just pass it around and just have, like, a bunch of notes from each other all day. It was fun. It was messy. Yeah. Oh my God. Anything. Yep. Boys we liked, girls we hated, everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing I can remember. Yeah. Posters, yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> no. No, mine was the same except messy. Literally, just no organization at all. Ta-da! Let's check in. I'll start. <clears throat> I'm feeling a little cheese, you know? I ate mac and cheese for breakfast, so I feel it in my nasal passage. And emotionally... Yeah... And I, you know, I just, I just haven't decided to care enough about that to like do something about it. Um, and by do something about it, I mean stop eating so much cheese. 
Um, even though I have cut back, I don't eat nearly as much cheese as I used to. Because dairy, I'm not like a big dairy girl, but like cheese is usually my judge. But I've stopped buying cheese. Like I don't, because y'all know I just eat cheese. I stopped buying snack cheese. So the only time I buy cheese now is like if I'm making a dish. So I'm doing I'm doing great. Emotionally, I am feeling I'm feeling clear. I'm feeling like if you're doing that, maybe you should do it for the rest of us. I'm feeling very emotionally clear. You know, I feel like um you ever see those this is gross. I don't know why I would use this example, but do you ever see those videos where people take um where like a doctor will take like that water gun thing to like flush out someone's ear? I feel like someone did that to my emotional insides and I'm just I'm just free for new things. Oh, uh, I I want I would love to experience that. Yeah, no. I think for me, I think context matters for me. Thank you. I think the context matters. Like, um, if it's, I think that I could deal with it if it's an actual procedure. Like, if I'm in a doctor's office, like, but to have water in my ear any other time, yes, I'm like, ah. Oh, I don't fuck with that. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. My dad just, just complimented me on how not high I look when I'm high. And I and he was like, yeah, he was like, open his glove thing. He was like, I got so many eye drops. And I was just like, I'm glad I don't have to deal with that because I hate the idea of putting something in my eye. Cheers to that. <laughs> You're fine. Okay, and my attention, my attention is currently on um, 30, uh, my 30th birthday. <laughs> Talk about 30, my 30th birthday. That's amazing. My attention is currently on that. I'm going to be 30. Thank you so much. Um, and, yeah, I, my birthday is my favorite time of year. It's my favorite day, and it's coming soon. Every time the new year comes, I'm always like, okay, the next thing. I'm coming right up. So thinking a lot about that. Uh, spiritually, I am feeling um, kind of that same thing, that same, like, emotional clearing emotionally clear feeling just feeling uh ready to receive word word so <laughs> physically i'm feeling like a little bit of like weight mm mm-hmm. and like oh God. <laughs> i can't thank you um, okay <laughs> i actually cannot thank you <laughs> but um yeah yeah i'm feeling like a little weight from my forehead from being a little sleepy mm-hmm. oh and yeah yeah weighted down even more um so yeah that's that love to hear it emotionally emotionally i feel happy i love that for you i feel like i'm always pretty much happy when i'm here in this bitch yeah truly i feel like the holidays were actually really really good even though even though it ended up getting last minute like minimized because we were i was supposed to have christmas dinner at my house like for the the fam mm-hmm. and we canceled it yeah um the day before because of like all the covid stuff like it was just too much happening so we canceled it so even with that everything just still was like really nice oh love i had my had my nephews it was just a great time i love that um, 
My attention. My attention is my attention is on winter. Yeah. Winter is upon us. Winter has come. Today, well, not today especially, but today is this time. Yeah. It's our first day of snow. Big snow. Big chunky snowflakes. Big chunky slippery snow. Yeah. Sticking to the ground. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. So, <laughs> the snow coming down was like, God damn it, like, <laughs> we back to driving 20 miles per hour again. So, there's that. And spiritually, spiritually, I feel, uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Spiritually, I feel a little. Just a little. Yeah, I'm gonna go with those. Yeah. I fuck with that. So. You don't know me. Talk about yeah, that, that's that's the word you're looking for. <laughs> so I kind of think that, and and don't quote me on this, because if this doesn't happen, it just doesn't happen, okay? But I kind of think that um, in the beginning of the year and in January specifically, we talk a lot about resolutions and like blah 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 goals. Not that that's not important. Go off. But I kind of wanted to spend January talking about themes of our awareness, like things that we're becoming aware of in our individual selves, Mm -hmm. how they've evolved, our relationships to them, things like that. So the theme for this episode is boundaries. Mm -hmm. And personally, I think that I have had a, maybe like most people, I've had kind of a topsy-turvy relationship with boundaries and a lot of times not even realizing that not even having an understanding of the ways in which my lack of boundaries was contributing to the way that i felt and my overall just morale and me how i feel how i move how i behave and um what i attract you know so i thought a lot about that i wrote a piece about it um it's on yamash.com right now it's called boundaries in me And that's kind of what this episode is going to kind of be based off of, um, which moving forward I want to do more of because Tati and I are both right. And I think that that's such a sometimes an untapped resource that we have, like that we both have the ability to kind of articulate in that way. And we could take something that's private and personal and write about it. And then we could take it and make a broader conversation out of it. I want to get better at doing that because I'm kind of a pussy like I'm very transparent, but there are so many things that I shy away from talking about in certain spaces. And I think that I've used the way with words, the podcast as a platform to be a certain version of me that doesn't show her true self in a lot of times and a lot of ways, especially in real moments. Like I come in here and I'm going through shit or I'm sad or I'm depressed or something's going on. And then we talk about, you know, anal sex or something stupid, (laughs) like, you know, which is good. What? I love that. And I am writing. Oh. Like, well, writing and sharing. Yes, yes, you yes, know, yes, yes, I yes. I think that when I'm here, I don't, like, I, I think talking, I don't think about it. Mm-hmm. So I'll just say, you know, whatever's on my mind, whatever I'm thinking, but then if I write something, yeah. I reread it. And then you're like, like I can't. Yeah, well, I'm that's like, how I am with I, certain topics, and that's the thing. And we'll talk about sure. we'll talk about that in the next, next week's episode, too. Mm-hmm. There are certain topics that I don't even write about because everything that I write, I intend to share. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, 
if I'm free writing, that feels like a different experience. But if I'm at my laptop, I know that my intention is to share it. And I treat those spaces the way I treat my journal. So I share a lot. But there are a lot of little pieces, relationship stuff in particular, mm-hmm. where I'm like, wow, you never talked about this on this platform or wrote about it. And so I really just want to get better at that. And I'm glad that you said that because I implore you to do so, too, because I think that we are both um, really good at it and we can you know, take all types of shit and just flip it. Um, so yeah, so I want to just have a general conversation about our experience with boundaries. I noticed, um, the more aware I'm becoming and I'm becoming extremely like almost uncomfortably (laughs) aware of myself and my feelings and my responses to my experiences. And I've noticed myself in situations that mirrored situations that I've had in the past. And I've noticed myself follow those same patterns and habits and been really uncomfortable now because my awareness is different. Mm -hmm. So when I notice that someone's crossing my boundaries or I don't feel safe enough to communicate my boundaries, that's like a very different experience now because I know about it. Like I know it for, I know exactly what it is as soon as it's happening. Mm -hmm. So I had that situation a couple of weeks ago. It was icky and stupid and not worth talking about, but it did inspire me to talk just about boundaries in general. So the first thing that I want to ask just to kick us off is do you have a general idea of just like your like top three boundaries, like off the top of your head? Do you feel like you have just like a general idea of what your boundaries are? I could tell you my top three and then maybe it'll inspire you. The top three boundaries for mine are my productivity and time. So if someone gets in the way of me doing the things that are important to me or me spending my time in the ways that are most productive to me, that feels bad over time. I might be enjoying it when it's happening. I might love, you know, if I'm in a romantic space and we're spending the night together every night. But if it gets to Thursday and I realize, like, damn, I haven't even started on your morning message. I haven't produced one episode. Of, like, if I start noticing that shit is slipping, that's not good. Mm-hmm. The second one is my energy. I cannot take a lot of negative talk. Yeah. And I'm starting to become very aware of that. Like, and a lo- there are a lot of people, people in my family, <laughs> specifically, that don't know how to really exist in silence. And... It's like, if we don't have anything else to talk about, if we already told all the jokes, if we already did all the movie references and all the shit that we usually do, and then there's nothing else to say, it doesn't mean like, oh, did you hear about the this on the news? Or like, oh, you got to be careful on that train, girl, because that, like, it just autom- it's like an automatic thing. And I cannot take a lot of that. <laughs> and I'm starting to notice that too. That's a boundary of mine. My third boundary is my body. Mm-hmm. I started to realize... Well, I was really, I've kind of been on this journey for a couple of years now of understanding that my relationship with my body in a sexual way, I always felt like I owed people my body, like as a teenager and as like a young adult. Like I always felt like, like my body was trans- transactional, like, you know, like I owed it in some way. And now I'm like, ugh. <laughs> so now I can feel when that boundary comes up or when that boundary is about to get crossed in a different way. So those are my top three. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah, like, I feel like that's a whole journal entry in itself. Mm-hmm. Deciding like what are literally your top three. I know for a fact. I know what's one of like my. I know what one is. 
And when is the way people speak to you? Mm-hmm. In the because that goes across the board for romantically, yes. friendships, family, everything. I need mm-hmm. people to always lead with respect. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, respect, kindness, consideration. Like I cannot take, you know, any amount of I can't take any amount of disrespect or like name calling. Mm-hmm. Because I don't lead that way. Right. And I and I never have. I've never been that type of person. So mm-hmm. I de- so I definitely cannot accept it. Mm-hmm. And that's such a good one. And and I like that you said that. Y- it's important to you because you don't do that. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's something that I have to work on. And I didn't know that until my last romantic relationship. Like, because I be, you know, y'all know me. I be, like, I'm so zen and, like, mm-hmm. peace and love. But, like, in those triggering spaces, I get spicy, <laughs> you know? And it's, like, I wouldn't. But then it's, like, if that nigga said that to me, I would flip this fucking table. So it's, like, it's important. I think that that's an important thing for people to just think about, like, those things that you don't uphold yourself to. So you definitely don't take it from other people, but it's interesting. Yeah, I think that's why it's such a clear, yeah. clear boundary. Right. Because I'm like, I know I never give that energy to anybody else. Like, right. You know, I definitely can't take it back. Like, yeah. And I guess it does make me wonder, like, how would I react if somebody spoke to me the way that I speak when I get to? But I, it's definitely not just, like, for no reason. But that is not a good, that's not an excuse. But, yeah. you know, when I get to a certain point, I, I do get spicy, and then I, I don't know how I would respond if somebody did that to me. Yeah. So that's a good note. I probably also need honesty is probably another one. Oh, yes. Because once I find out somebody lied about something, even if it's not, because, you know, I do believe that there are, there are big lies, there are little mm-hmm. lies, you know, but I think that realizing that you felt the need to lie to me at all yes. is going to change the entire dynamic of my relationship with you mm-hmm. because now i'm always going to be thinking like for whatever reason are you going to decide this is another reason to lie to me like mm-hmm. or you know or, or are you going to be going through something internally that right has nothing to do with me at all right and it usually doesn't lie to me. yeah and yes so I, I also can't deal with but that's why it's so important that we're firm on our boundaries because when people cross our boundaries, it's usually never about us, yeah. you know? So it's like, whatever you got going on, you don't get to do that here. And it is important, I think, that you, like how you ask, what are my top three boundaries? I think it is important that everybody know or at least have some idea of what their top three boundaries are mm-hmm. so that you can get out of situations Quick. when they are crossed. Yes. I think that when you, when you don't stick to yourself and have a firm, like, I will not deal with this, mm-hmm. people will just get away with doing things to you over and over again. Like, I'll try you. You'll definitely find yourself in this cycle of unhappiness mm-hmm. because you haven't drawn a line. Yes. And everybody's line is different. Mm-hmm. Every, you know, it looks different for everybody, but everybody needs to have a line that is like, if you cross this, it's definitely a wrap. Like, yes. Hear nothing else. It's a rock that you brought But that's why I went. So I wrote this piece literally like two weeks ago. And that was my first time really looking back on really the last two years. But like really being like, wow, all of those times that I was like really apathetic or like mean or just was in a low space. I can trace it back to like not too long before that someone crossed the boundary of mine, whether it was with their energy, if I sat for a long time while they complained and they just didn't want a solution and they just kept dumping on me negativity and pessimism, or if I kept, um, you know, 
putting my my work in jeopardy for like their time or their attention like it's like sooner or later usually sooner now because the more aware i'm coming the more aware i'm coming of it is because i'd be so upset <laughs> like i'd be so like in a space and i'd be like damn how did this happen it's just like well girl you know, you skip the gym three times to hang out with that nigga or your mama keep calling you with this same thing that it doesn't feel good to hear. And it's like, oh, well, yeah, I have to learn how to not let those things happen. Right. Yeah. Next. Talk about next. Oh. <laughs> I was just about to look at you like, um, how do you respond to your boundaries being crossed? Whether you've communicated them or not, what is your general response? Yep. Hey, you said it. <laughs> you said it, baby. Yeah, shutting down is definitely the move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, but I will also say that in my current space, granted, I haven't even been met with, in, in recent times, I haven't even been met with a boundary being crossed mm-hmm. yet or anything like that. But Love that for I you. Have, yeah, I haven't had those type of experiences yet, but I'm, I'm aware of the fact that I shut down mm-hmm. and that I choose to just not communicate. And, and for me, shutting down is like, we don't speak anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, you know, you've completely, I'm just completely done. Like, I've wiped you out. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just like, you know, this thing happened, so I'm done. And I realized that depending on the severity mm-hmm. of the boundary, or even if it is a bad, like, communication is never bad, necessarily. Mm-hmm. Or, or in, and expressing yourself and and sometimes when you don't express yourself and you do just cut things off that's when that's a response off. though and I, and I feel like that's what allows people to feel that thing of oh I didn't have closure mm. or I didn't have this and it's not at least for me mm-hmm. it's not always necessarily because I didn't get the other person's feelings or their reactions it's because I know deep inside that I never expressed myself right I didn't I get never, my shit off yeah like I never told you what you did why I'm mad and this is this so I'll go on like over the next few months or years just always kind of feeling like it was unresolved mm-hmm. in a sense and it's just because I didn't speak my mind so I am trying to yeah move forward not shut down right if something happens that i don't like yeah you know i i do need especially like you said if it wasn't voiced ahead of time mm-hmm. if you don't know this about me if you don't know that this is a a hard boundary or something that i really don't like then depending on what it is i don't want to fault you for it automatically. Right. you know that deserves a conversation i need to see like where your head is at if it's something that you can honor moving forward exactly you know so future me We'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Past me, shut down. Yeah. I think for me, it depends on the boundary. Um, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm definitely teaching myself more and more that communication is always worth it. Um, that vulnerability is always worth it. That vulnerability is strength. Um, but I'm still battling my cool girl mm-hmm. <laughs> and my cool girl. But the way that she shows up, depending on the, the way that she's shown up, I'm not going to continue to claim that, but the way that she's shown up and it depends on the boundary. So energy, time, shut down. All of a sudden it's like, I can't take anymore. I isolate. I'm just, and it might not be, I never talk to you again. It might just be like, you don't hear from me for a while or I need to get my, I need to get my, I need to replenish myself. Mm-hmm. Body, I get super fucking awkward. I make jokes. 
I start just being like silly, just trying to like fill the space with something else. Um, and that's the cool girl thing, because instead of making making it know that what's happening or what just happened is an issue, mm-hmm. I'm just like, ha, 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 you know, like I try to divert and um, definitely don't want to do that anymore because that doesn't leave me feeling any less fucking icky. It doesn't help. And then it doesn't teach the other person that they've done something that I didn't not even like because they don't be bad terrible people like you know like they don't be horrible people they just genuinely don't know Mm -hmm. that they're crossing a boundary and it's like they'll never know if my response is always like well I'm gonna just start roasting you now (laughs) you know like because that's kind of what I've always done um but from now on like you said I definitely want to get better at communicating um and communicating in real time but also giving myself grace when I can't communicate in real time and even if I show up one way and I come back the next day or a few hours later and I'm like the way I showed up was not authentic and that was not who I meant to be and this is how I actually feel I'm trying to give myself grace for doing that too because I've always had an issue with changing my mind or being like well you didn't say that that was a problem so why are you coming back now and saying it's a problem you know but it's like it doesn't matter it's always just important that you communicate those things so agreed no more shutting down right right We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> How have you noticed your boundaries shifting over time? So, like, have you noticed that they've, like, grown or evolved or, like, some of them aren't as deep as they used to be? I think that my boundaries have stayed the same. Mm-hmm. I think that my patience has been mm-hmm. over time. I think that certain things that I don't like, you know that like when I was younger, mm-hmm. I think I was able to, you know, just shrug it off or ignore it. Yeah. Or um, like when it comes to dating, like still continue to try to like make yeah. work with somebody. And I think that the older I get, when a boundary is crossed, I have no, I have no patience. Like there's no, when something happens, I either like, like I shut down. Mm-hmm. I'm completely like I'm done immediately. And then, it, and it also takes me a lot longer to to bounce back. Like if you are mm. a person that I do still need to communicate with in some type of way, or I feel like deserves a conversation, it's like, it takes a lot longer for me to to find the energy or the will to come back and mm-hmm. say, okay, now let's talk. Right. Because my patience mm. is very thin. Because I also think that I think that the older I get. I'm also more aware of other people Mm -hmm. and the things that they need or the things that they want. And so I think that the more that I feel like I'm conscious of giving out the right things, Mm -hmm. the the more my patience is short for me not receiving the right things. I love that. I love that. I think that's almost changed, really. That's good. I think that you just touched on something that we're going to talk about next week, which I love. Um, I don't really have an answer for that. I feel like I just learned what my boundaries are. I think that my boundaries as they are now are the same boundaries that they've always been. It's just that I have a, a keener awareness of them now. Yeah. Um, who? Yeah, shit is dead now. Yeah. I mean, like, not not as dead as I want them to be <laughs> because it's still awkward and uncomfortable sometimes to, like, communicate or to even, like, get myself to understand that something isn't okay because I'm still fi- fighting that cool girl and I'm always just like girl we're fine we're fine we're fine but it's like it's okay if you're not and if you're not you should say something 
Um, who do you find it most difficult to communicate your boundaries with? Or to, like, respond in the way that you would like to respond when your boundaries are crossed by them? Probably family. Period. Family for sure. My mom. (laughs) 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 It's hard. Because of the space that I'm in now, romantically. You can just get out of here. Yeah. I can either cut the cord and get out of there when Mm -hmm. I realize. Like, I have no problem with saying, this is what I need, this is what's wrong. You know, mm-hmm. I, I know how to speak up. Family-wise, I feel like that's when things are, <laughs> that's when things are sticky, that's when there are more, it's just, it's just, what's the word that I'm looking for? There are more, because family runs so deep, mm-hmm. a lot of times, uh, like your romantic interest, if it's not somebody that you've been with for years and years and years and years, you know, there's kind of, it's like there's less to lose. Yeah, there, yeah. And there's less, there's less history there. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody owes each, you don't feel like anybody owes each other anything. But like with family. And you can isolate safely with people who aren't in your family. Yeah. But there's an expectation with your family that you can't yeah, just not talk members, to them. Yeah. You know, especially if you are the younger family member. Yeah. You know, everybody that is, Yes. <laughs> you've done so much and I can never I can never top that. I can never mm-hmm. reach that. No matter how much time goes by or no matter how much I do, it's never gonna equal yeah. like what you've done for me. So you feel like a little more like, Oh, I have to find the right way and the right time mm-hmm. and the right words. Or just pick. shut up. Or, or just yeah. let them have or, it. Yeah. yeah. Or, which is more than likely a lot of the times what yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. You just you just suck it up and just be like, All right, Yeah. One of the things that, that always brings me comfort to to just remember just about psychology and about how our brains work, especially with our parents. Our parents more than likely crossed a boundary with us when we were really young. Mm-hmm. So my brain reverts back to that kid. So it's like I still, as much as, much as I know now, as much as I've read books, meet the three, three and a half years of therapy, all of these tools that I have, are very very hard to reach for when I'm dealing with someone like my mother because I revert back to a little girl I revert back to a child so the only things that I can do in that space is what feels in my control which is like to isolate like to shut down just don't say anything at all or well that's really it because we didn't have the type of household where I can just blow up (laughs) but like that's basically it I mean but blow-ups have happened but it's not like normal. So my main thing is to just like get out of Dodge, but it is extremely difficult in my family dynamics, um, way more so than with other people. And also, um, especially like with friends and stuff, friends accept us in a way that we don't always experience with our family. And it's not that our family doesn't accept us, but it doesn't feel the same because our family dynamic is muddled with all this other stuff, especially if there's like trauma or anything else. Like, you know, it's just muddled with a lot of stuff where our friendships are very pure. I feel supported and loved enough in my dynamic with you and Michael, where if I really came to y'all and sat down and said, hey, this has been happening and it's making me uncomfortable. I know that it's going to be met with empathy and with care, whereas someone like 
someone in my family might take it personally or take that to mean that I'm saying that they're an awful fucking parent or like an awful brother. And it's just like, I didn't say any of those things. (laughs) All I said was you do this and it makes me do this and I'd like it to stop. And then it's like, all of a sudden I just said that you need to go to hell. And it's like, never said that. So it is also that too. And also it's the assumption of that too. (laughs) Has that happened? Sure. But I'm, but each each situation is brand new and we shouldn't go into new spaces with old, with the memories of the last time we had that conversation. Mm-hmm. So it's also me assuming that that's going to happen. If I mm-hmm. speak up, if I say, Hey, I don't like this or Hey, I don't want this. So yeah, it is a lot more difficult for me to wrap my head around that's it. That's a very big, I, I don't, I mean, it's not necessarily a boundary, but it's, but me saying words and then somebody not, taking my word for exactly what you said said. yeah and like and and then their response to me is something completely different than what i said Mm -hmm. is is literally like it drives me insane biggest pet peeve yeah it that will make me more upset than whatever it was we were talking than whatever it was that initially made me upset that yeah have this conversation because if i say i'm upset because the sky is blue mm-hmm. and then you return with like oh so the problem is because we couldn't go outside today you know like right that, like i cannot take that and i think that also like you said the assumption mm-hmm. of me not being able to express myself the right way and somebody really taking the words that i'm saying to heart will make me be like I don't i'm just not gonna talk about it yeah that's gonna make me even matter. Yeah. So like I would rather just leave well enough alone. Because mm-hmm. if I come to you and yeah. I express myself and you still don't hear what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. I think that and, and I and my response in those spaces is always I tell myself like, okay, just go take care of yourself. Just like back up, take mm-hmm. care of yourself, calm down, do whatever you gotta do. But then what I've noticed over time though is that that's really diminished my trust in a lot of people and they're not even a part of that process (laughs) you know what i'm saying like all of a sudden i wake up 29 years old and i'm like wow i don't trust core people in my life to really take care of me or really like Mm -hmm. really accept what i'm saying and take it to heart and empathize with me and that's not fair to them either you know um so it's it's you know balance blah 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 (laughs) we're working on it (laughs) last question that i have is what tactics do you have or would you like to have to remain firm on communicating your boundaries Hmm. what tactics well first i know something that i feel like i've always done and that i will continue to always do is to make sure that i'm treating people how i want to be treated like Mm -hmm. that is something that i was that i was told as like a child that they tell kids all the time like treat us how you want to be treated and i think that that's one of the realest most sincere things i've I've ever heard and i honestly do live by it which Mm -hmm. is why it makes a lot of situations that i go through a lot more frustrating or a lot more difficult because i'm constantly leading with how would you want somebody to do that if it were you and so Mm -hmm. sometimes in the past I've treated people way better than what they probably even deserve mm-hmm. because I was thinking like, well, if it was me, I right. want this, this, and this, but it would be like, but that nigga wouldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I do think it is important that we keep that firm in, in yeah. either way, because yeah, it's not about always. what they deserve. It's about, always. it's about what we deserve and we get what we deserve when we stay firm on those types of yeah. values. Yeah, I'm a that it will, it definitely weighs me down mm-hmm. if I feel like 
mm-hmm. or I was dishonest towards somebody. You know, those those things weigh me down. Like it, it hurts me. I don't I don't feel good when mm-hmm. I feel like I wasn't at my best self or I didn't handle something to like my best ability. So yeah. I definitely yeah. make sure that I'm always treating myself how I want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And I think the only other thing that I think I probably do is try to just make sure that I'm always being kind to myself. Mm. Which I definitely have to work on that mm-hmm. repeatedly because I'll definitely like get down on myself or sometimes I'll let other people's opinions or thoughts about me start seeping into the way that I think about myself and mm-hmm. I'll get all and I'll be like, Oh man, you really not shit. You know, like I'll right. start like getting off that. But I definitely have to remind myself to always, you know, give myself love and grace and remind myself that I like me. Yeah. Like the person that regardless of how somebody else perceives it and then how they feel about it afterwards, mm-hmm. before that interaction, I was fine with yes. me and like how I am and how I handle things and how I do stuff. So even if you like if that wasn't that person's cup of tea, like that's fine. Right. But I, I like it. Yes. That's all that really matters. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um the thing that I'm implementing now (laughs) starting a week ago is just raising my standards and speaking up up front I think that this this really falls more in line with like the dating stuff which we'll talk more about next week but um the 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 cool girl thing when you're in the midst of dating someone it's like all of these things that you're like this is bothering me, but I don't want to come off like this, mm-hmm. you know, or I don't like that, but I don't want to come off like this. And then you also, you take that. And, and on top of that, I have this negative perception of, um, women that I know who are like so high maintenance. And so like niggas can't even touch me unless it's this, 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 and this, but it's sometimes it's like, are they wrong? Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, is that wrong? Or are they just, not getting most of their fucking time wasted <laughs> because they're not dealing with certain shit and it's like you know or they've decided what matters to them most and it's like as long as i'm as long as i'm getting that the rest is you know whatever um but that's really something that i really want to implement for myself which is raising my standards and speaking up when they're when my standards aren't being met and no matter what that is and i also understand that something my therapist told me a couple weeks ago is like everything doesn't have to be a big conversation like, you're thinking of it as, like, oh, I'm about to have to sit this nigga down or I'm about to have to sit my mom down. And, like, uh, and like no, you can just in real time correct someone. And if they give a fuck, they're going to take it to heart and they're going to Im- implement whatever that change is. Mm-hmm. Or they won't and stop wasting your fucking time trying to, trying to get them to get it, <laughs> you right. know? And either way, win-win for you. Like, fuck it, you know? So I definitely want to just make sure that um, I am honoring my boundaries by making them known up front. You know, like um, my top three boundaries are just like these umbrella things. But there are also a lot of little things that it's like people being impeccable with their word. And I am a fucking like. We shouldn't say Nazi, but like whatever the equivalent of like the intensity of that, like about that shit. Like if a nigga tells me like if a nigga mentions a day Mm -hmm. 
and it's just saying it arbitrarily, <laughs> like, yeah, Friday, da, da, da. and then we don't talk about it or nothing comes of it, I'm making sure you know that shit is not okay. Like, your words mean things, and if you said Friday at 3, then, bitch, you said Friday at 3. So, like, shit like that and, like, stuff that I would usually bite my or tongue about. Yes. And now it's not happening. Acknowledge that our words are agreements. Yeah. And like we can always go back. We can always readjust our agreements. We can re-agree always. But don't act like you didn't right. say that thing. And, like, so I'm getting to the point now where I'm like, you're not crazy, girl. Like, that's, it's okay. Like, don't do that shit. I do it with my dad now. Mm-hmm. You know? I, my dad would say, you know, Saturday at 11 and at 11.15 and I'm hitting him up. Like, it sounds like you need to readjust your agreement. And he'll, I'm sorry, babe. You're right. I'll be there in 30 minutes. Bet. Problem solved. <laughs> I've communicated my boundary. It got corrected. And now we're good. So it's like, why not hold everybody to that same standard? Yeah. So, but that's it. I just wanted us to do a little deep dive on our boundaries. I hope that you are all starting your year with those types of things in mind. And we'll talk a little bit more about some other things that we can make sure that we're implementing and just being aware of so that we are having a better year if the world around us is on fire at least we can have fulfillment in our relationships and our connections with other people and it starts with how you treat you so thank you so much for listening and watching please continue to do all the things that you've always done follow us on all the places to be followed you can follow us at away with words the podcast on instagram and you can follow me there at brie.stories and at brie underscore stories on twitswat you can follow at a tati on instagram and at hey tati on twitswat and please don't play yourself by not following at MJM Kid and at Moments underscore Stu because you just should. Okay? We love you so much. And we'll talk to you soon. Everybody say bye. Bye.